in this church, but in this section and in the district for many, many years in the Southern California district of the United Pentecostal Church. And he was such a blessing. And uh, everybody who makes reference to Brother Watts in any way, uh, ministers and so forth that I come in contact with talk about what a prince of a man he is and what a wonderful Christian that he is. And we're glad to have him here. And you're going to hear from a man who walks with God and who lives his life according to the Word of God. Brother Watts, thank you for being with us here today. Praise the Lord. Let's lift our voices to the Lord together. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Praise the name of our God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. Thank you, church, and thank you, Brother and Sister Brown, for all the kind words that you have expressed today. I just hope in the next several years we can grow worthy of them. God has been good. I think all of us could uh, declare his goodness this morning. We've been blessed. We have just enjoyed so much living for God, walking with him, and doing what we can for the cause of the kingdom of God. And certainly it's our privilege to be here today. You may be seated. Um, our privilege to be here today, and of course, as we look out across this congregation, we do see several who were here, many who received the Holy Ghost while we were here, but we see a lot more, I think, that have come in since then. And I have to tell you, I'm almost thankful for Facebook, <laughs> because Sister Brown has been posting on there about the number of people that have received the baptism of the Holy Ghost during the month of October and the first part of this month. And every time we'd look at that, I'd go tell my wife and say, look here what's happening in Pasadena. And it just excites us. Uh, we're not jealous by any means. We are so thankful for what God is doing in the city of Pasadena. Amen. Brother, Brother Brown showed me the plans last evening on his iPad and I just looked at that. I had to grip my teeth a little bit. <laughs> but I am so thankful for what God's doing. I'm thankful for the future of this church. It may have a great heritage, but that's not what's so important today. What's really important is what God has in the future for this church and this people and this pastor. Amen. And we are... So delighted today that Brother and Sister Brown were just in the right place at the right time to take the pastor of this church. We left it in good hands. We felt it with all of our hearts. And uh, I think God has certainly proven that point very, very well. And we look at this congregation today with such thanksgiving. It's only by the grace and by the power of God. All this has happened, and I know that, but it also takes a man and his wife and their children. Thank you, Brother and Sister Brown, for giving us some, three more grandchildren. <laughs> we count them as ours. Amen. And I know that uh, Sister Brown's father, in fact, was a little bit jealous at first when they moved here, and he found out Cambria was calling me Papa. <laughs> 
But we have rejoiced many times, and every time we come back to Pasadena, there's something more to be excited about, something more to be thrilled with. And uh, there's just such a beautiful atmosphere in this house this morning. I, I just believe that whatever you need, God can give it to you right where you are. Amen. You can reach out to Him. He can touch you and minister to you. I will have to tell you, I have been ministered to already in this service this morning. And uh, I just think God has so much more for us. If you will allow me this morning without taking a lot of I could go into reminiscing stage and talk here for a long time. I know that's what a lot of older ministers do. They go into the past and forget to come back. But I want to stay in the present. I want to look at the future. Amen. And rejoice of what God is going to do for us in the days to come. Why don't we just lift our hands one more time and give him praise right now. Jesus, we love you and thank you and praise you and magnify your wonderful name today. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Amen. If you'll forgive me for all the reminiscing, we'll do it while we're eating hamburgers and hot dogs in a little while. But if you would be so kind as to turn with me for a few moments this morning, I want to direct your attention to Luke chapter 10, and beginning with the very first verse. And uh, I will have to say, uh, I hope you'll let me preach to me first of all this morning. Because what I'm going to be dealing with today is something that God has been dealing with me about over the last few weeks. And I've not shared it with anybody, but I hope I can share with you what God has talked to me about this morning. Luke chapter 10, you can stand if you wish. Um, Verse 1, after these things, the Lord appointed other seventy and also and sent them two by two before his face into every city and place whither he himself would come. Therefore said he unto them, the harvest truly is great, but the laborers are few. Pray therefore the Lord of the harvest that he would send forth laborers into his harvest. Go your ways. Behold, I send you forth as lambs among wolves. Carry neither purse, nor scrip, nor shoes, and salute no man by the way. And into whatsoever house ye enter, first say, Peace be to this house. And if the Son of Peace be there, your peace shall rest upon it. If not, it shall turn to you again. And in the same house remain, eating and drinking such things as they give. For the laborer is worthy of his hire. Go not from house to house. And into whatsoever city ye enter, and they receive you, eat such things as are set before you, and heal the sick that are therein, and say unto them, The kingdom of God is come unto you, nigh unto you. Then skipping down to verse 17. And the seventy returned again with joy, saying, Lord, Even the devils are subject to us through thy name. And he said unto them, I beheld Satan as lightning fall from heaven. Behold, I give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Notwithstanding, in this rejoice not that the spirits are subject unto you. 
but rather rejoice because your names are written in heaven. I've looked at that verse of Scripture on many occasions. Never the thought that came to me this morning, but uh, I'll give you a title later. Brother Brown, would you ask God blessings? Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. Uh, a man is known in life by his work. If you were to ask me what about Brother Donnie Sanchez this morning, you would tell me he is a landscaper. I, if I were to ask you about others, you'd say, well, they are a, a banker. They are an electrician. Or they are a preacher. And uh, so men is no, a man is known by his work, and he identifies with that, that defines many times who he is and what he is. Many jobs require an annual performance review. He is called in and said, well, how did you do this year? What goals did you set for yourself? Uh, how many did you accomplish? Uh, did you meet the standard that you were required to meet? And what have you accomplished in this past year? And he would begin to tell them what, uh, what goals they had set, what things they had accomplished, and how the business went. But that really doesn't tell you anything about the particular person. As I look at this scripture that's before us this morning, this is uh, just one chapter after the 12 have been sent forth. And now the 70 have been, been sent forth to preach the gospel, to heal the sick, and Jesus told them to go into every city whether he himself would come. I believe there are some places this morning that God would like to visit. I believe there are some homes in the city of Pasadena that God would like to visit. I believe there are some lives that God would like to touch. There are things he would do. There are works that he would accomplish. And so he sends us forth if you please, because that's where he wants to go. I wish I could really put into verbal expression this morning what I really feel in my soul. Because I believe that we are living in the day and we are living in the hour when God wants to do some of the greatest works that he has ever done before. God wants to pour out his spirit upon this earth. God wants to heal the sick. He wants to raise the dead, if you please. He wants to accomplish things that our minds cannot really comprehend. But he's looking for some people this morning who are willing to step out and go where the Lord really wants to come. And he wants us to be his mouthpiece. He wants us to prepare the way. Amen. He wants us to talk to hearts and talk to souls and minister the best that we can. And when he gets there, there's a heart that's ready for the moving of the Spirit of God. And there is a heart that is desirous. Amen. That says, God, I really do want what you have for me in this day and in this hour. 
How long they were gone, I really don't know. The Bible does not tell us. But it simply says when they came back, they were happy. They came back with joy. We did what you told us to do, Lord. We uh, healed the sick. We preached the gospel. And Lord, even the devils were subject to us. I think that deserves a high five. Pretty cool, huh, Lord? The devils were subject to us. And then the Lord says, he spoiled their party. He said, that's not cause for rejoicing. Don't rejoice. And I'll tell you what, we, we as human beings would have a pretty hard time not to. But he said, don't rejoice in the fact that the subjects, the devil were subject to you. But rejoice that your name is written in heaven. Praise God. Don't rejoice that the devils are subject, but rejoice that your name is written in heaven. What he's really trying to say here, the work that you've accomplished is not about you. It's about me. I'm not basing things upon your performance and you going out there and healing the sick and raising the dead. Because that was not by your power. It was because I was in you and working through you. Amen. And so it's not about performance, but it's about relationship. And I want to tell us in this place this morning, it's not what we can do. It's what Jesus Christ can and will do through us. Hallelujah. God has been really talking to my heart this last two or three weeks about this particular subject. I want a relationship with Jesus this morning above all else. Yes, I pastored this church or was the pastor here for 25 years, but that's not what God's going to judge me on this morning. Yes, there were things that were accomplished. Yes, there is going to be greater things accomplished, but that's not what my relationship with Jesus Christ is going to be based upon. That's not what my reward will be because of, but it'll be because I have a relationship with Jesus Christ this morning. It's because I fell before his fate. Oh, Sister Brown, I love some of those songs you sang this morning. He's an awesome God this morning, and there's such a beautiful spirit of God that begins to flow, and we need to allow the spirit of God to work within us, and we draw nigh to him. Come on, clap your hands to the Lord this morning. Praise the name of our God. Praise God, praise God, praise God. A Pharisee and a publican were gathered together in one place on one occasion. The Pharisee stood there. I fast twice in the week. Give tithes of all that I possess. If you'll allow me to write, read what's not written in there. He said, Lord, you ought to be so proud of me. Look what I've done. But you know what the Bible said? The publican who didn't have anything to offer God. Nothing good to say about himself, but simply just beat on his own breast and said, God, be merciful to me, 
a sinner. And Jesus said, that man went home much more justified than the publican. The Bible in another place talks about the time when Jesus said, there's going to come a day when many are going to come to me and say, Lord, we cast out devils in your name. Lord, we heal the sick in your name. And in, we've prophesied in your name. And in your name, we've done many wonderful works. Look what we've done. But Jesus said, depart from me. I never knew you. And here's where I really want to go this morning. A lot of times we have our own checklist. Every one of us have got one, so don't. I got one. I told him preaching to me first. Well, Lord, I prayed 30 minutes every day this week. Check. I gave my tithe or paid my tithes and gave in the offering this week. Check. And I was faithful to church, here every service. In fact, I came early for prayer. Check. I taught a Sunday school class. Check. And we go through a checklist. Checking it off one by one. And we just kind of pull our coat a little closer and think we've done a good job. Everything's okay. That's all I needed. Just. But I want to ask some questions this morning. If it's not about performance, but it's about relationship. Maybe we ought to look back over our checklist. I'm, yes, Lord, I prayed, but did I really draw closer to you? Do you mean more to me today than you did last week? Is my relationship stronger because I prayed this week? Amen. Is that what's really important? I, yes, Lord, I gave my tithe, but am I really grateful that you provided for me? That I've kept my job and that all these things are there? Do, am I doing it out of a grateful heart? Is it just a duty so that I can check it off on my checklist and say, I've done all those things? Can I ask you this morning, does he really have more of my life than he had last week? Am I more pliable in his hands than I've ever been before? Is there something that's changed because this week I prayed, and not just prayed, but I got in the presence of God, and God began to work in my heart and in my soul, and because of that... I've got a greater relationship. Is my flesh out of the way so that God can be more real in my life, that He can work through me, that He can lay His hand upon me, and I can be used of God? I'm just talking to you about the things that God's been talking to me about these past few weeks. That I somehow believe this morning in this place He wants to talk to every one of us. Let's examine our checklist this morning. It's not about performance. It's about my relationship with Jesus Christ. It's about Him taking control of my heart and my life and being a man. Can I hear His voice? Can He, can he really... Work through me. I said earlier this morning, I believe that we're living the greatest day there's, there's ever been to live for God. Amen. 
I believe it's right the way we praised Him and rejoiced in His presence this morning. Why? Because He's getting ready to do a work through His church. Through His church like we have never seen before. I don't have a message of doom and gloom this morning. All the best days are not in the past. They're before us. I really believe this morning that the best is yet to come. And God, if we will allow Him, is going to do things that is beyond our imagination. It's beyond what we can believe at this moment. There are things that God's going to do, folks, right here in this city. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Shut up. I'm going to praise you, God. I'm going to praise you, God. Hallelujah. If we could only imagine this morning what God really wants to do. You know, it would be nice if God sometime would just open the book and say, well, here's what I'm going to do this next year in Pasadena. We'd start rejoicing. We'd start praising. But that's not enough. The Bible says, they that do know their God shall be strong and do exploits. They that do know their God shall be strong and do exploits. God is going, I've preached it for years But I believe we're on the cusp of it right now, today. God is going to use His church and use His people like never before. The days of just coming to church and going through the motions and even rejoicing and praising Him, amen, are good. But that's not the end of it. There are things that God really wants to do in this day and in this hour. And He's going to do it through people that really know Him. It doesn't matter how long we've been in the church. That's not what's important. The important thing this morning is do I really know Him? Have I got to walk with Him? Is He able to move in my heart and in my life? Oh, my friend, clap your hand to the Lord this morning. Hallelujah. I praise you, God. I praise you, God. I praise you, God. I praise you, God. Hallelujah. And so if He's going to use people that know Him, I need to know Him. If I don't know Him now, I need to get to know Him. I would just tell you this morning, even this past week, a fellow minister and myself have covenanted together to seek the face of God, that we can know Him, amen, like we have never known Him. I may have retired from the ministry, and my age is not what it was even when I was here, but I'm here to tell you this morning, I'm not too old to have a relationship with God. 
I'm not too old that my relationship has to stay static and not growing in heaven. There's still something fresh that God wants to pour into us. Notice the words of the Apostle Paul. He said, that I may know him in the power of his resurrection and in the fellowship of his suffering. He said, I count all things but loss for the excellency of the knowledge of Jesus Christ. You know, we can be theologically correct about who he is. Yes, we know there's one God and we know his name is Jesus. Check. But I don't want to just know about him. I want to know him. Amen. While the woman with the issue of blood, let me say this, while others knew about him, she knew him because he had laid his hand upon her. There's some folks in this building this morning, I'm persuaded. And I know you've had the Holy Ghost for a long time, many of you. But God wants to lay his hand upon you for a special work in this day and in this hour. Amen. You've walked with God. You've been faithful to God. You have done what you have been supposed to do through the years. But I don't believe God wants to just settle for that this morning. I believe there's something else in this moment that God wants to say, let me lay your hand upon, my hand rather, upon you, because I've got a greater work for every one of you to do. Hallelujah. Only through an ongoing, intimate relationship can we really know Him. The Apostle Paul had some other words to say. He said, That I may win Christ. Now, how do you win Christ? I think the way you win Him, Paul explained it this way I'm crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life that I now live in the flesh. I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. What he's really saying, if you'll allow me to just put it all down, I want to so live that Christ can live within me totally and completely unhindered by my flesh. That he can accomplish what he wants to accomplish. That I'm not an obstacle to him. That there's nothing between me and him that this flesh gets in the way. Praise God. Paul said, you know, he penned these words, really, after 30 years of walking with God. It would seem, you know, surely before this time, Brother Brown, that Paul would have won him. But he said, after 30 years, knowing all that God had done, establishing churches, I want to win Christ. That's one of the things I really want to do. Amen. How about you this morning? Is there something in your heart and in your soul today that said, regardless of all that I've done, regardless of my faithfulness, I want to win Him. It's not just a prize to be gained, but it's something to be 
put into the soul of every one of us this morning that I can become more like him, that I'm yielded to him, completely dedicated to him. Paul said it this way, what the whatever things that were gained for me, I counted as loss for Christ. Paul could put it into words. He said, I'm not seeking Christianity, but I'm seeking Jesus Christ. And I know this morning that's a choice. It's a choice only I can make. It's a choice only you can make. Our flesh says yes. Our, excuse me, our spirit says yes. But sometimes our flesh says, wait a while. Don't get so serious. Just take it easy. You're doing good. You can check off your checklist and shows up good. Your performance review on that side of the ledger counts good. But what about my walk with him? The old chorus we used to sing it here, just a walk with him means everything to me. I think that's where God really wants us to go. He said, don't rejoice because the devil is your subject. But rejoice because your names are written in heaven. All the things I've done are not what's going to cause my name to be written there. Would you stand with me? I know I've just, I knew I was the only thing standing between you and a hamburger. But let's take another few moments this morning. The Bible says, let a man examine himself. Another place it said, if we would judge ourselves, we would not have to be judged. I want to take a good personal inventory this morning. And I'm going to challenge you to do the same. I don't want to just have a checklist that I check off. Performance review. But I want to say, God, have I entered into your presence Have I touched the hem of your garment? Is my flesh really crucified so that nothing stands between us? Because God, I know you're about to do the greatest work that you've ever done. And I know you're going to use your people to do it. I want to be among those that are strong and do exploits. I don't want to be just pushed off to the side somewhere and all that you're doing just passes me by. But God, let me be involved in it. Would you pray that prayer with me this morning? Let me be involved in it, God. Let my walk with you so be that you could just move through me. I know there's miracles you want to work. I know there's things you want to accomplish. And you're going to use somebody to do it, God. And if you're going to use somebody, why not me? Let me be the one. All over this place, would you just lift your hands right now and begin to talk to God? 
Hallelujah, 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 Hallelujah. Kiyomoto lolo boko shandala la baharia. Jesus, I love you this morning. I thank you. I praise you. I worship you. I magnify your holy name, Brother Brown. Says, says it this way, Jesus said, Behold, I stand at the door and, and knock. If any will hear my voice, open the door, I will sup with him. It's a picture of a relationship and a, and a friendship and communion connection. And I think that's what's happening here today is that Jesus has stopped by and He's standing at the door and knocking. It's not about all the benefits that you can receive by becoming a Christian. or It's not about all the power that you have as a believer. Jesus says, is there something in you that wants to connect with me? Is there something deep inside of you that's hungry for a connection with Jesus Christ? And as we sing this song again, I wonder if there is... You feel... 
God drawing you to a closer relationship, to a very real connection with Jesus Christ, to a walk with Him. And and like uh, Brother Watts said, that we're not just going through the motions and checking off the checklist, but... God, for a moment today, I just want to draw close to you. I want to feel your presence. I want to connect with you, Lord God, and I want to enhance that friendship and relationship. (laughs) Amen. He's standing at the door knocking. Are you going to let him just knock and then walk away and ignore that? Or is there somebody that says, I'll open up, Lord God, for a few minutes right now. I want to visit with you. I want to have a relationship and connection with you. And as Sister Brown sings this song again, I'm going to open the front up. And I wonder if we can take that step. By stepping out of where you are, you're saying, Lord, I want to open the door. And this week I want to have communion and relationship with you, King of kings and Lord of lords. It's open right now. Hallelujah, Jesus. Touch the hem of your garment. I love you, Jesus. Your heart, you, you have the choice to open or ignore it. 
and he'll come again and knock. But the problem is, is if you let him knock too many times and you don't respond to his call, that deep level call for his spirit to connect with yours, if you ignore it too long, you reach the point where you don't even hear him knocking anymore. The Bible says our conscience would be seared like with a hot iron. So I want to encourage us one more time as we pray. If you feel the presence of the Lord, if you feel Jesus, just open your heart up to Him. Say, God, I'm ready to commune with you, Lord. I'm ready, Jesus, to focus on spiritual things instead of things in my own life and focus on the kingdom of God and this relationship with you in Jesus' name. One more time, why don't we just lift our hands as a sign of surrender to the Lord across this place. Jesus, I'm thirsty for you today, Lord God. I've had a lot of things that satisfy in this world, Lord, but I'm hungry for you, Jesus. I'm thirsty for you, Lord. No, I'm not asking you today, let me see a miracle. And I'm not asking you today, Lord Jesus, to work a miracle in my life. But I want more of you. Jesus, I'm just thirsty to know that you're close to me and you know me and you love me. (laughs) Hallelujah. I love you, Jesus. Come on, that's it. Just lift your voice. Jesus, I love you. Jesus, I praise you. Jesus, I want to be right with you. Yeah, there's unanswered questions in my mind, but I still love you with all my heart, Lord God. Hallelujah. I don't know what tomorrow holds, Jesus, but I know, Lord God, that if I'm connected to you, it's all right. Come on, let's just reach for another minute right now. Hallelujah. Just to be close to you, Jesus. That's what we want today. We're not looking for a miracle. We just want to be close to you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We're not looking for your commendation. We just want to be close to you, Jesus. Come on, draw close to him right now. Oh, with your heart right now, draw close. The Bible says you could draw close with your mouth, but your heart would be far from him. Why don't you let your heart follow your lips right now and say, Jesus, I really love you from my heart, Lord God. I want you, Jesus, to be in control of my life, Lord God. Just to be close to you. Just to be close to you. Just to be close to you. Is my desire.
presence of the Lord here. Amen. Let me tell you something about the word that we've heard today. The word that we've heard today is not something just for this service. Sometimes we hear a message, we experience something and we leave and say, wow, we felt something or we experienced something. But the word that you heard today is not a word just for this service, but it's a word for this week. It's a word for this month. I want you to take it with you. I want you to take it with you. Come on, grab hold of it right now. If you have to do it physically to represent, I'm taking this word right now. This is a word I want, Lord God. I want to walk close to you, Jesus. Closer, 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 closer. Hallelujah. God, I pray, let me meditate on this word, Jesus. Lord God, let me... Think, Lord God, and consider, Jesus, the word that we've heard today in the name of the Lord. Oh, that's your little love, Lord. God, we love you, Lord. We praise you, God. Come on, with the spirit of thanksgiving, thank you for your word today, God. Thank you for your word today. The Bible says if we'll draw nigh to God, he'll draw nigh to us. Oh, do you really want God in your life this week? Start drawing close. Price is excellent. You can't beat it. It's free. Amen. So 
just uh, want to give back a little bit. God's been good to us. Amen. I'm going to pray for the food, and then we'll be dismissed to go get something to eat. Jesus, we thank you for all the blessings. Thank you for ministering to us and meeting us today, Lord. We pray in your name that you would bless this food that we're about to enjoy and the time of fellowship we're going to have with one another. In Jesus' name, amen. You're dismissed in Jesus' name. Those of you who have children uh, who are interested in, in Bible quizzing or you're a parent and you're interested in your kids getting in Bible quizzing, please come right up here to the front row. Sister Rachel and Sister Janelle are going to meet with you just real briefly to give you a little heads up about this coming year. Right up here, right where I am, Bible quizzing parents. And then you'll get to eat. Thank <laughs> you.